Uh, I've recently become a maths tutor. Uh, <clears throat> the arrangement is that uh, I get to read the Bible with this guy every week if I spend time helping him with his maths homework afterwards. And so I'm a maths tutor. Uh, the great thing about maths is there's only ever one answer. Uh, you're either right or you're wrong. Uh, now, I haven't studied maths since high school, uh, so I'm a bit rusty on uh, some, some concepts, uh, but I do have the grasp of the simple equations. One plus one, that equals two. Uh, and even some of the harder equations, like five times five, that equals 25, in case you're wondering. Uh, in today's passage, we get a simple equation. Obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. Obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. And as Israel prepared to enter the promised land, they are given this simple equation from God. Uh, but before we get there, uh, we're going to first look and see how Jesus makes sense of all of this. Uh, so keep a finger in Deuteronomy, uh, but please turn to Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5, the equation here is still the same. Obedience still equals blessing. But it's not our obedience that gets the blessing. Here, Jesus' obedience equals our blessing. Hebrews chapter 5, and I'm going to start at verse 7. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. During Jesus' life on earth, he was 100% obedient to God. In verse 7, it says he had reverent submission. In verse 8, he learned obedience. And so in all his life, he fully obeyed God. Now imagine that. Imagine a child fully obedient to their parent. Never kicking and screaming. Never arguing back. Never being a rebellious teenager. Well, Jesus was like this. Never once did he reject the Father. Never once did he try to make it on his own. He was fully obedient, even to the point of death. And remember, obedience equals blessing. Well, Jesus was fully obedient, and so he received blessings from God. But through his obedience comes blessing to us. And so we have Jesus' obedience equals our blessing. From Hebrews, we see that Jesus is our source of eternal salvation. It's through Jesus' obedience, and only Jesus' obedience, that we receive salvation and God's blessings. We are unable to be obedient to God, but Jesus was perfectly obedient for us. 
So Jesus' obedience equals our blessing. He gives us his obedience so that we can receive the blessing of eternal life. And so now, as we uh, start to look at Deuteronomy, uh, it's still obedience equals blessing and disobedience equals curse. But we know that it is Jesus who had to be obedient for us in order for us to receive the blessing. So uh, turn back to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Uh, This week, of course, we reach the end of Deuteronomy. Uh, We reach Moses' third and final speech. Moses himself dies, and Israel prepare themselves to enter the promised land. Um, But we have this simple equation. Obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. And in chapter 28, uh, Moses is going to outline exactly what that looks like. So chapter 28, uh, starting at verse 1, for obedience comes blessing. Chapter 28, verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands that I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. God says, if you're obedient to all my commands, I will bless you. And he goes on in the first half of chapter 28 to list all the ways that he promises to bless them. In the city, in the country. Abundant livestock, abundant food. Victory over enemies. Established as God's holy nation. All they have to do is obey all his commands. All of them. Did you notice that language in verse 1? If you fully obey God and follow all his commands. To receive God's blessing, they must be fully obedient. Not just a little bit. Not just pretty good. Not even 99%. They must follow all of them. It would be like if I said to you, I'll give you some chocolate if you stand up and say the five times tables. Now, uh, if you didn't stand up, obviously you wouldn't get any chocolate. Uh, If you then stood up but said the ten times tables, well, I'm good enough at maths to work out that you still don't get the chocolate. Uh, You would need to stand up, say the five times tables, then I promise you'd get the chocolate. Well, God promises to bless Israel if they obey him fully. Equally, he promises to curse them If they disobey. Uh, Jump with me down to verse 15 of chapter 28. Chapter 28, verse 15 says, However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I'm giving you today, all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. You'll be cursed in the city. And cursed in the country. If they turn the other way and are disobedient, then God promises curses. Cursed in the city, cursed in the country. Diseases will strike, crops 
will fail. Destruction from enemies. The Lord will scatter them. Moses wants them to be wants to be absolutely sure that they know the equation. Obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. It's like if you were explaining to your friend how to change a light bulb uh, because he'd never done it before. You would want to be really clear and really detailed in your explanation. You would probably even repeat yourself just to make sure they didn't get electrocuted. Fair enough. Well, that is exactly what Moses does. He repeats himself. So that just in case they didn't get it before, he says it in a different way. They have to choose life or death. But it's the same. Obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. The choice that is plain and simple. A choice that is understandable and reachable. And Moses tells them that, th- that it now is the time to make their choice. Uh, so flip over to chapter 30 of Deuteronomy. Uh, chapter 30, um, part of today's reading. Chapter 30, verse 15. Chapter 30, verse 15. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. Life and prosperity, death. And destruction. What would you choose? All they must do is love God, walk in His ways, and fully obey Him. Then they get life and blessing. He says it again, verse 19, chapter 30, read with me. Uh, Chapter 30, verse 19. He says, This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. It is there, right in front of them. Life or death. Israel are called to choose life so that they can live long in the land. Choosing life means choosing to love and obey God. Choosing death means choosing to reject and disobey God. So what will they choose? How will Deuteronomy finish? Will Israel obey God and have the excitement for blessing and long life in the land? Or will Israel Israel disobey God and face his angry cursing? Will they choose life? Or will they choose death? Well, we don't have to wait to find out. Before Moses even dies... 
before they even enter the promised land, God predicts that they will choose death. Turn with me to chapter 31. Chapter 31, verse 16. Chapter 31, verse 16. And the Lord said to Moses, You are going to rest with your fathers, and these people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods of the land they are entering. They will forsake me and break the covenant I have made with them. On that day, I will become angry with them and forsake them. I will hide my face from them and they will be destroyed. Many disasters and difficulties will come upon them. And on that day, they will ask, Have not these disasters come upon us because our God is not with us? And I will certainly hide my face on that day because of all their wickedness in turning to other gods. A bleak future for Moses and for Israel. A depressing end to Deuteronomy. Moses, the hero Moses, 120 years old, he was there for the plagues. He was there when God parted the sea and led them out of slavery. He was there when God gave them the Ten Commandments. He was there when Israel rebelled and wandered in the desert for 40 years. He was about to die. And his parting news from God is that Israel will choose death. They will disobey. They will worship other gods. And God knew it all along. He gave them the choice that was in their reach. Obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. And he predicts that they will choose death. He knew they would disobey. And of course, because of their disobedience, that means curses for them. And as if it wasn't bad enough just predicting their failure, he then teaches them a song to condemn them. Chapter 31, verse 19. Chapter 31, verse 19. Now write down for yourselves this song and teach it to the Israelites and make them sing it so that it may be a witness for me against them. A song to sing about choosing death. Uh, quickly uh, flip over to chapter 32. We're just going to have a brief look at the lyrics of this song that they were to sing. Uh, chapter 32, verse, uh, I'm going to read from verse 16. 32, verse 16. This is what they were singing. They made him jealous with their foreign gods and angered him with their detestable idols. They sacrificed to demons, which are not God, gods they had not known. Gods that recently appeared. Gods your fathers did not fear. You deserted the rock who fathered you. You forgot the God who gave you birth. The Lord saw this and rejected them because he was angered by his sons and daughters. Now, whether it's country music, jazz, rock or pop, 
That is not a song that I would want to sing. Not only does God predict their failure to be obedient to him, but he also gives them a song to learn so that when curses come upon them, the song will testify against them. A song that they will remember and it will tell them of God's anger against them when they're worshipping false gods. Their disobedience leads to curses. And that's what we see play out in the rest of Israel's history throughout the Old Testament. They continually turn away from God. They continually forgot what he had done for them. They continually disobeyed. And so came the curses and judgment of God. Cursed in the city, cursed in the country. The kingdom was divided. The king set up altars to foreign gods. And then they were conquered and destroyed by the powerful nations of Assyria and Babylon. Either killed or taken into slavery, exile. The temple of God was torn down. The people of God were scattered. Israel were destined to be disobedient and they suffered the curses. They were unable to be fully obedient. And isn't that just like us? We are unable to be fully obedient. Left to ourselves, we are sinners. We continually forget God. We continually reject God. We are disobedient and so deserve God's curses. We can't save ourselves. We are stuck in sin. And that is why we need Jesus. Because he was fully obedient for us. He can save us. If you remember two weeks ago, we saw the incredible grace shown us in Christ. We can't save ourselves. It's nothing that we do. We are saved by grace. Jesus is our source of eternal salvation. Remember right back at the beginning, we saw in Hebrews how Jesus was fully obedient to the Father. He gives us his obedience so that we can receive the blessing of eternal life. He was obedient for us since we can't be fully obedient. Jesus' obedience equals blessing for us. And so now the equation is easy. Come with me to John chapter 3. Verse 36. John chapter 3, verse 36. Now, all of today we've been looking at simple equations with, with big consequences. And as we turn to John chapter 3, we see the most simplest of equations again with eternal consequences. 
You don't want to miss this. Listen carefully. John chapter 3. It's the last verse of chapter 3. Verse 36 says this. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. Here it is. Believe in Jesus equals life. Rejecting Jesus equals death. We know that we are disobedient sinners. We have fallen short of God's command to obey him fully. And so we really deserve God's curses. Without Jesus, we are rightfully under God's wrath. Yet Jesus came to earth. He was fully obedient to the Father. And then he offered his life so that we could have life. And then he rose from the grave. We must believe in Jesus, the Son of God. We must choose life. Jesus' obedience equals our blessing. He was fully obedient. We are disobedient. And remember, obedience equals blessing. Disobedience equals curse. Jesus was fully obedient. We are disobedient. And at the cross, Jesus takes our curse for our disobedience and he gives us his blessings for his obedience. A swap, a substitution. He gets our curse. We get his obedience And so we get his blessing of eternal life from God. We have to choose life. You need to choose life. It's the choice that faces you and me, your friends, the whole world. We need to trust in Jesus. We need to pray for those who don't trust in Jesus. This is a life and death situation. And so in order to have your curse dealt with, in order to receive blessing from God, we must trust in Jesus. It's simple. Believe in Jesus equals life. Rejecting Jesus equals death. And so just as Moses called on the Israelites to choose life, so I say to you, this day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. Trust in Jesus. I'm going to pray that we will. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, uh, we know that you have set before us life and death. Yet we know that left to ourselves, we are disobedient sinners. And so we thank you and praise you for Jesus who was fully obedient for us so that we could
could have blessing. Help us to trust in Jesus for eternal life. And we ask that uh, you would help us do that by your spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen.